Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Let's begin. Well, hello, West Virginia. We are back for more in the 304. Time to get it done in the 681. Time to start our three-hour audio tour for Thursday, January 27th, 2022. This is Metro News Hotline. This is Metro News Hotline, a three-hour audio tour navigating the world of sports, news, entertainment, tech, and more from a Mountain State point of view. You can join the conversation. Text the show at 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. Here's the host for Metro News Hotline, Dave Weekly. All right, welcome into the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. We're here every weekday afternoon from 3 until 6 on the Metro News Radio Network. And thanks for listening, and I sure do appreciate it. Don't forget about our podcast. You can now listen to our show at a time that's convenient for you. Simply go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the podcast link, select hotline, and you are there. You can listen to any or all of our three hours every weekday afternoon. We'll have a look at all of today's biggest headlines from the state of West Virginia, checking in on all the top stories from around our state in just a moment. It's been another busy news day here in West Virginia, and we'll get to the bottom of all that. In just a moment. A couple things you need to know about us. We don't take ourselves very seriously. If you listen to our program, you already know that. But that's kind of for new listeners. Also, here's something if you don't already know this. We are a politics-free zone. Happy about that. Very happy about that. What you're normally going to get here is sports, popular culture. We love to talk about music. We're going to do all those things today. If you've got something on your mind you need to tell us about, just text us, 304-8255-304. That's 304-TALK-304. Or just tweet me, at weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y, one word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. Our program's a marathon. It's not a sprint. We'll take you through the afternoon here in the Mountain State right up until 6. And as it relates to our state over the course of the show, we'll keep you updated on everything you need to know when it comes to local news, local sports, the weather, even some traffic tips to get you home safe. Our show's three hours long. That's where my focus is now. What you do with the other 21 hours of your day, that's up to you, and it's none of my business. Dale Cooper's my producer. He's on our Coop on Twitter, a good social media follow. Coop, I knew this was finally going to happen. We have a brand new, a partially new open. We've been rolling with that for what, two weeks maybe? Something like that. Two weeks. I crashed the post. Did you notice that? I think it was that your fault or mine. I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to take, I'm going to take credit for it or the blame for okay, it. Okay. Okay. You know, it's like when you're a DJ, you kind of give that weather forecast right up until the vocal starts or the, the guitar riff begins and you don't want to crash into that. I crashed into it. Yeah. You know, yeah. how long is that pause before the, the secondary part of the open well, begins? You have 25 seconds, but the way that the open is designed, you don't always take 25 seconds. That's you, right. Usually you take much less than that. So the, the, it's not designed with a 25 second window. Right. It's expandable up to 25 seconds. So actually what happened there, I appreciate you taking responsibility, but I misread what your out cue was going to be. You know, we've worked together for a long time. Long time. So we don't bother establishing out cues or anything. We just go off. We read each other's mind. Basically, is the right. way we do things, and generally it works pretty well. That time I was about a second off and reading your mind. That was all. So, can you start the podcast from say three, two, one? Good afternoon, everybody. You know, come from right from right here. That, uh, that would just sound weird. Yeah, I suppose it would. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, all. I suppose it would. So, you know, I talked to you just briefly before the show began today, 
And you had you asked me a great question. I'm going to talk about the WV basketball game. I promise. I promise I'm going to talk about it. If I give you fodder to keep from talking about that for a few minutes, uh, yeah, this is I, this is like I'm you know this is uh, you know my four corners offense right now. I'm I'm just holding the ball before I take it to the basket, and I have to talk about it. But you asked me such a great question about the Steelers today about who is my favorite Steeler quarterback who never won a Super Bowl. During your lifetime, there's not that there's not that many well-known quarterbacks that didn't win championships. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. By the way, this is a huge, huge day in Steeler history. Did you know that? Other than Big Ben retiring, or on this date? Oh yes, um, uh, Terry was uh, drafted as well. Terry right? Bradshaw was drafted on this date. I, re- I read the prep. Yeah, Chuck <laughs> Knoll was named coach in 1969. Oh, now that I didn't get. And the Chief Art Rooney was born on this date in 2009. So all of these things happened on January 27th. But that's a really good question about, man, who my favorite Steeler quarterback would be that did not win a Super Bowl. We're only talking about two that won them. Right, you know, right. Bradshaw and, and, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger. But there, were, but there were quarterbacks throughout such a long period of time oh, when you combine them. I mean, there's some people that w- that was born around the time that Bradshaw was quarterback. They've only seen like five yeah. Steeler quarterbacks. I remember when I was really, really young. And Dad would throw us all into the Buick Estate wagon and take us to Myrtle Beach. You would go to Myrtle Beach, and there would be a store there where you could buy Sports Illustrated NFL posters. Okay, And every team uh, got, had one player, well, except for Green Bay. I think they had like three players because they were, they were winning championships. Every, every team had a, had a player with a poster. And our poster, Steeler, was Kent Nix. Nice. Terrible quarterback. <laughs> Terrible. He was the only poster. I mean, this is before Mean Joe Green. I mean, we're we're talking way, way, way back. And I, you know, I remember the first quarterback I can think of that was a quarterback for the Steelers was Dick Shiner, and he predated Kent, Kent Nix. But I'm not going to count those guys. I'm not going to count those it's guys. A pretty solid name, though. It, 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 it was actually he was actually a pretty solid player. On well, who am I kidding? He was terrible. Um but you had Terry Handratty, okay? You had Mark Malone. Mark Malone was basically the quarterback of the Steelers when I was breaking into local news, and he occasionally, after a loss, would emerge from the from the training room. Occasionally, uh, but you had Bubby Brister, who was a house Bobby? of fire. You had Cordell yep. Stewart. Yep. You had a you had a bunch of guys. I think Slash was probably my favorite favorite of of the gang. Now, they got to a Super Bowl with him, right? But didn't win one? No, they didn't get there. They got to the AFC, AFC Championship, Championship game. They times. hosted uh the AFC Championship game with Cordell Stewart. And he had a long run um on a very cold day where I was down on the sidelines at Three River Stadium. Oh, yeah, Neil O'Donnell. Had Neil he was O'Donnell. pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he was a pretty good player. He was a pretty good quarterback. He was a game manager. Yeah. I don't know. You know that you know that's that's kind of uh that, that shade, isn't it? When you refer to a guy as a game manager, I, I, think I mean, I'm, the, the guy you call a game manager can't throw, can't run, see, I, I, and is ninety nine percent white. I disagree with that a little bit. I think that a game manager is a good quarterback, but at the lower level. So it's like a guy that, like a starting quarterback. People used to call Russell Wilson a game manager all the time. It didn't mean he couldn't throw. It didn't mean that he couldn't do any of those really? things. Really? They just, called him that? Yeah, that was he was like the poster child for game manager. Man, for a well, while. Russell Wilson could always run. Yeah, of course he could. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was like because he wasn't it's because Seattle was a run heavy offense and he wasn't expected to throw. All the right, ball who's the, who do you consider like the 
the the prototypical game manager in the NFL right now? No, just any just, just give me an example. I got one because Ryan Fitz would probably be uh, uh, or a uh, Fitz Magic would probably be my 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 uh, thought on it right now. No, 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 no. He's a gunslinger, man. I mean, he he has Fitz that Magic. Man, he has that attitude, but they run the ball so much. Yeah, I'll give you one. He, he's not he's not expected to win ball games for you. I'll give you the I'll give you the one. How about Trent Dilfer? Yeah, he was definitely one. okay because Trent Dilfer couldn't throw. He couldn't run. He was white. Um, he was a, he was a quarterback on a really really good team that won a Super Bowl because of defense. He's he's the he's the game manager. Really, it was uh, uh, see who was uh, Joe Flacco? Was he the quarterback for the uh, for the uh, for the Ravens in their good defensive year? Joe Flacco had I mean, a cannon. He was a little better of a quarterback, but yeah. was not expected to throw the ball. Yeah. It wasn't. I think there's a couple ways that you could back into that category. One is a limitation of skill set, and another one is a limitation of the offense that you play in. You know what? I'd almost really rather talk about players <laughs> who are identified as gunslingers. You know, that's that's who I'd rather talk about because you got guys that you would call a gunslinger, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're always going to win. No, because okay. gunslinger was Jeff George. Yeah, that that's true. You know? Yeah, he's a perfect. That guy Favre. couldn't win a game, but Favre could win games. Yeah, Favre was a gunslinger. Um, what was Vinny Testaverde? Um, gunslinger. Yeah, huge yeah. gun. Tons yeah. of interceptions. Tons of bad yards. teams, but he had a great arm. You know who was a great gunslinger? Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was. Dave Craig, underrated gunslinger. Yeah, that's true. Um, the guy threw for tons of yards. Look at his stats, man. The dude had tons of yards, tons of interceptions, uh, but he was one of those streaky guys. He would have like a 400-yard game, and then he couldn't break 200 for the next two weeks. You know. Do we okay. have to do it yet? Yeah, it's time. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's time. I tried. It's man. time. We've we got to talk about, about the weather. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the weather. It's, it's, it's out there. The it's the weather. So you didn't watch the basketball game last night, right? Uh, my child was uh, not having any of it. So oh, no, she I, wasn't. I I'll blame her, but no, we, right. didn't, we didn't watch it. Coop, how many games are you going to win when you score 22 points in the first half? I mean, let's be honest. I was watching you know? right before halftime, and uh, that's when I started following a little bit more on social media, and I just saw everybody melting down. Yeah, yeah, th- that was a bad night on social media. Everything's in question. Everything's in question about that. So WVU basketball... Man, in football, sometimes you have losses that you can tell contribute to additional losses. That's one thing coaches always say, like, don't let one loss turn into two. I don't know if that's necessarily in, that's true in basketball, but, man, I kind of felt like that last night. Here was another game where West Virginia gave up a ton of layups early. They couldn't get their offense running. Everybody's standing around on offense. The other thing is, as fans, and I think media too, at least when you follow the same team all the time, we tend to look at a team and say, wow, look at all the things they did wrong. They quote-unquote beat themselves. Man, Oklahoma did a lot of really good things last night. They ran their stuff. They they shot 51% from the field. They got some great looks at the hoop. Now, West Virginia forced Oklahoma into 17 turnovers. But one of the things about a good team when they play West Virginia and they break pressure, man, when they get the ball into the front court, they don't hesitate. They don't wait for the defense to come back. They see that 2-on-1 or that 3-on-2 advantage, and they press it with open looks or they drive to the basket. Oklahoma was doing that last night. Sure, They were doing that last night. Yeah, West Virginia, you know, here's another game. Oh, and they made their free throws. I mean, Oklahoma didn't miss a free throw until there was like two or three minutes left to go in the game. They got to the free throw line. They made their free throws on the road. Right. And it's not like Oklahoma was winning a bunch of road games. I mean, they had been on the skids just like West Virginia was heading into the game last night. You know, we mentioned on a show yesterday, West Virginia, 
not a good a, a shooting team from two-point land, from three-point land, from the free-throw line. They only shot 38% last night. Too much standing around. I mean, you're not going to win any games, Coop, when you only have seven assists in a game. Ouch. I mean, they had 20, 20 made field goals, I think. I don't have the box in front of me, but I think that's right. They had 20 made field goals, and they had seven assists. you got to share the ball. Wow. you got to share the ball. There was too much standing around waiting for Taz to make plays. And, you know, well, I do have this written down. Um, when Taz and McNeil go three for 19 combined for 18 points, West Virginia's not going to win. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. You know, you're just not going to win. West Virginia was four for 16 from three. That's not good enough. Um, (laughs) Hindsight's always 20-20. And I I haven't heard anybody bring this up. But what would have happened if Jordan McCabe had stayed? I mean, West Virginia needs a point guard that's a pass-first, penetrating point guard. They really don't have one. That's true. A guy that can get the ball in the right spots, can go to the hole and find teammates to uh, to get, kick it away. I mean, there was a play last night, I believe this was in the first half, where McNeil, he's one of their biggest scorers, right? He's got the ball, he's driving to the bucket, and instead of taking it to the rim, he decides to dish it off to Oisa Boyan, who's lining up for a three. <laughs> what? When is that? What? What do you? What, you know that was not a smart basketball play, and they do that all the time. They do that all the time. Yeah, that, like I understand McNeil having an outlet because he's not that great of a ball handler, yeah. but why would Osaboyden be your outlet? The the other thing was after the game, Bob Huggins very disappointed. Totally understandable. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen when these games start. I mean, you think you you practice hard, you you've got a game plan, you think you're going to be able to execute it. It wasn't like it was a sure thing. I mean, West Virginia was only like a two and a half point favorite, so it wasn't a massive upset. But they they lose the game. But the one thing a coach can do to the, the the ultimate power that a coach has over a player is playing time, right? I mean, that's that's what you can do. You can right. as the coach, you basically say you're in there, you play. Or you sit. He is the ultimate uh, authority on that. So Hugs is basically saying after the game last night, we've got some guys, blah blah blah, that aren't doing what they're supposed to do. We got some guys in practice who are who are gonna get. They're gonna play now. I'm thinking this is not a really that talented of a team. Okay, if they've got guys on the bench (laughs) that are better, maybe they should have been getting minutes back in November. Maybe they should be getting minutes in early December. What are you talking about now? I mean, your season is basically hanging in the balance right now. I mean, this game against Arkansas, if you can win it this weekend, great. It, but it's not going to really impact where you're in the Big 12. Coop, do you see who they're playing next in the Big 12? The schedule's rough. I man. mean, they're it going to so Baylor bad. next yeah. week. So you got a guy who basically hasn't been in a game for any serious minutes, and you're telling me you're going to roll him out there against maybe the defending national champs and look for a good result? Coop, that's not going to happen. So that was a kind of a dif- disappointment. I, I talked about it, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, it had I to, talked about it. Had it. To talk I, about some. I mean, it was. I talked about it. It is somewhat rare to see this consecutive poor losses by a Mountaineer basketball team. Well, you know, there were some moments in the in the three losses prior to the Oklahoma game. You look at the first half against. Yeah, uh, right. Kansas, they hung right in there when Kansas was kind of struggling. But Kansas is a team that gets the ball to their playmakers. You know, West Virginia just had no answers last night. I mean, when McNeil's goes one for six and, and Taz isn't making any baskets and your number one option, I mean, there was a point in the game last night where Gabe Osaboyan was like WV's best offensive player on the floor. 
And, and he was doing everything. He was, he was making free throws. He was putting balls back in. He was stealing balls. Right. There was a period last night where he looked like an all American out there. I, I mean, he, he seems to be the only guy that has a motor going a hundred all the time right now. So yeah. I mean, give him some credit for that. And he's played himself into being a fine player. But if he's your man, that's trouble. By the way, thank you for letting me express that. Because Linda isn't having it. She's not having it. She doesn't want to hear me whine about WVU basketball. Can't imagine why. Can't imagine why. All right, here we go. Uh, let's get our question of the day. Question of the day. Ben Roethlisberger announced his retirement this morning with a video from his website. Was not a surprise. Most likely Roethlisberger's next stop will be Canton and the Pro Football Hall of Fame after two Super Bowl wins, Rookie of the Year honors, and the fifth most passing yards in NFL history. A Roethlisberger will be eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2027. Here's the question. What athletes... Do you immediately identify with a time in your life? And if so, is there a specific moment that comes to mind? Once again, which athletes do you immediately identify with? Uh, which athletes do you immediately identify with a time in your life? And if so, is there a specific moment that comes to mind? To respond, text those in 304-TALK-304. That's 304-8255-304. Tweet me weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. One word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. Let's get some news uh, from Alex Thomas in the newsroom. Alex, what's up? Yeah, guys, over the website, WVMetroNews.com. We have an update from WVU regarding some coronavirus policies. They've changed some protocols because of the surge of Omicron variant cases. So if you are a WVU student or a parent or someone affiliated with the university, you may want to perk up your ears for this. Mask policy has been extended through February. February 25th, you need to verify your vaccination status and your booster status by January 28th. That's tomorrow. And the isolation release date is now at five days. This comes as changes with the CDC regarding how they view isolation. But again, as I mentioned, changes at WVU regarding its coronavirus policy. And uh, the governor's state of the state address had to be rescheduled. That's tonight, correct? That is correct. It will begin at 7 o'clock. We'll, of course, have coverage at WVMetroNews.com this evening. Something that we should add, though, is that the legislature will honor former Speaker of the House of Delegates Bob Kiss this evening before the governor begins his remarks. Kiss died last November. He served 18 years in the state legislature. Yeah, that's a good point, Alex. Thanks. Yes, sir. All right, Coop, close the barn door because the state news roundup for today is over. We are back with more in a minute. Thank you for supporting the All-American Grand Bash. Last year's event raised over $220,000 for great West Virginia charities like Operation Welcome Home, the Haas Foundation, Mission for Miracles, and WVU Medicine Children's. Make plans to join us on Saturday, April 23rd for the 8th Annual Bash with over $650,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs, including a 2022 Ford Mustang Mach-E and a 2022 Jaguar F-Type and $100,000 in cash. Buy your ticket online today at allamericangrandbash.com. And we'll see you April 23rd at Milan Park in Morgantown. Hotline with Dave Weekly will return on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Strong demand from buyers and a limited supply of homes for sale led to an historic jump in the value of all U.S. homes last year, an increase of nearly $7 trillion in value, doubling in the last decade, according to Zillow. Jobless claims fell last week, the first decline in four weeks. And we had a much better than forecast economic growth last year, the best since 1984, with a nearly 7% spurt in the final quarter of the year, thanks in part to more holiday spending. But on Wall Street, an early rally has fizzled out. Right now, the Dow is down just a tiny fraction, but the Nasdaq down one and a quarter percent. The S&P 500 down about half a percent. 
Shares of Tesla down almost 10%. That's weighing on the tech sector. Tesla said it'll be another year at least before we see its Cybertruck or any other new vehicle because of supply chain problems. And Carnival Corp says it's seeing what it calls a dampening of cruise bookings for the second half of this year. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. If you're a young man who someday wants a family, or perhaps expand the one that you already have, listen up for this new danger from your smartphone. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Researchers in South Korea, where many of the world's smartphones are made, have discovered that the low-level radio frequency electromagnetic radiation that the phone constantly emits, even when you're not talking or texting, can damage your brain, your heart, and your endocrine system, which is why I'm an advocate of never holding that smartphone to your ear. For young men who carry their phones in their pockets, and so many do, research confirms that there's a definite link between cell phone use and a decrease in sperm mobility, viability, and concentration. So the issue is how and where you carry your smartphone. While holding your smartphone in your hand is inconvenient, carrying it in your pocket, even your back pocket, can and will cause damage. Learn more at commando.com. Winter can put a freeze on your finances with expensive car repairs. You don't want to get stuck with a broken heater or having your car break down. That's why I have CarShield. Taking care of a covered repair with CarShield is easy. They handle the paperwork and expensive payments so you don't have to. Seriously, CarShield could help you save thousands. I chose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield takes care of the rest. CarShield plans even provide coast-to-coast roadside assistance rental coverage, and trip reimbursement all at no additional charge. Whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles, CarShield has monthly coverage options to fit your budget. That's why CarShield is your best defense against costly repairs that could put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. CarShield has helped over 1 million drivers, and they can help you too. Visit carshield.com slash Kim to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash Kim. A deductible may apply. That's carshield.com slash Kim. Hey, this is Dave Allen for Parmar. There's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon, including our newest locations, 801 Greenbrier Street in Charleston, which also houses an IGA grocery store. Plus, the former Hatfield McCoy Mart near Danville on 119 in Boone County is now a Parmar store. What's more, our sister company now operates the iconic Burger Cart restaurant in Smithers. Download the Parmar app for even more savings and sign up for the Parmar reward card. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Don't settle for yesterday's news. The morning news is what's happening now. Weekday mornings beginning at 5 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. All right, we're up and running on a a Thursday edition of the program. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Hey, quick note. Today is one of those crazy days again in the financial markets. But thankfully, Amy Smith from Investors Business Daily will be here at 5 o'clock. If you have sent in text questions for Amy, I have seen them. If you have a question for Amy about the direction of the financial markets or any individual stocks you're really concerned about, send me a text on that, 304-8255-304. Talk 304. We will get those to Amy when she gets here at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Time for a local news break here at the bottom. Popping back on the other side with the sound of sports and more. This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia.
With your news update, I'm Alex Thomas from the Parmar Store Studio of 580 WCHS. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. It is 3.30 and 39 degrees in downtown Charleston. West Virginia University extending its campus-wide mask policy through February 25th. The change in policy amid the surge in the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. Students and faculty are being asked to get vaccinated and boosted by tomorrow. They also need to verify their vaccination status. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin opened a meeting with whoever President Joe Biden nominates to the Supreme Court. Biden today announcing he looks to announce a successor to Justice Stephen Breyer by the end of February. Manchin says he wants to vet the nominee. We all will have the chance to be able to speak to whoever the nominee is. And I think that's an extremely important process. It's a very, very serious process, and I take it very serious. The senator voted to confirm two of Donald Trump's Supreme Court picks. Manchin opposed Amy Coney Barrett's nomination, giving the timing with the 2020 election. Senator Shelley Mercapto getting a look at Marshall University's aviation program. The senator joining institution president Brad Smith at Huntington Tri-State Airport. She says the program is in a prime location. If you think about aviation and where it's been headquartered in the past, it really hasn't been in the heartland uh, like we are here in West Virginia. And I think it gives our young folks a chance to really be part of an industry of the future. The first classes have to begin this fall. Governor Jim Justice will deliver his State of the State address tonight, Justice postponing his original address after testing positive for the coronavirus. The governor will begin delivering his remarks around 7 o'clock. The state legislature will honor late House of Delegates Speaker Bob Kiss this evening as well. Kiss died last November. The Metro News AccuWeather forecast, sun giving way to increasing cloudiness this afternoon, a high of 41. This evening, cloudy with a flurry around late, a low of 29. You're listening to The Voice of Charleston, 96.5, 104.5, and 580 WCHS. Heard you're buying a car. I brought my calculator. Dad, I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. I found my car online and got pre-qualified instantly. Instead of all that. You know those things impact your credit score. Didn't impact my credit score, Dad. Now I'm going to the dealership for a test drive and to make the purchase. Hmm, sounds too easy. No, it's just easy. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenInfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to CancerScreenInfo.com today. CancerScreenInfo.com. Sports from the Parmar Stores studios. If you don't have a Parmar store near you now, you will soon. A fourth consecutive loss for the WVU men's basketball team last night as they continue to slip towards the NCAA tournament bubble. The Mountaineers were defeated by Oklahoma 72-62 last night at the Coliseum. Gabo Saboyan had a great night for the Mountaineers. He had 16 points, but Bob Huggins could be making some significant lineup changes elsewhere soon. I just apologized to two freshmen that had a great week, and we didn't play them. You know, it's kind of like you, you, you play them. It's kind of like you've, you've given up. But the reality is I'm not sure we wouldn't have been better with them in the game. We're probably going to find out here real quick. They had, they had really good weeks. They beat the guys who played. You can check out a post-game recap and highlights at WVMetroNews.com. The Mountaineers visit Arkansas Saturday. With this update of sports, I'm Joe Bricado on 580 WCHS. 
Leave the intimidating Wall Street jargon behind and get relatable advice from John Burdett of 4th Avenue Financial. Retire Right Radio, this Monday morning at 820 on The Voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. Like science fiction, we're under the glass again. And now I can't remember how life was outside on the outside, yeah. All right, welcome back to the show. About 26 minutes till the hour. We will reset our question of the day, get some early responses, get into the sound of sports. Oh, I did want to update this just briefly. Um, Farmers Insurance Open PGA Tour, Tory Pines out on the West Coast. We followed the action of former WVU golfer uh, Max Sear yesterday. He had a, he qualified for the event, uh, got in and uh, struggled a little bit with a 79 yesterday. He is at plus one after five holes today, so we'll keep an eye on his progress this afternoon. That was kind of a rough start yesterday, but, man, just the idea that, Coop, you talk about a dream come true. How about playing a PGA event at Torrey Pines? It's like you show up, are you caddying, son? No, I'm in the event. Right, no, right. I'm, 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 I'm in this event. Yeah. So what an unbelievable opportunity for a young guy. And for some of the guys that struggled a little bit yesterday, um, they are at it again today. Justin Thomas shot a 68 yesterday. He's one shot off the lead. John Rahm, uh, shot a 66 yesterday. He is also one shot back. So we'll keep our eyes on that as we move along this afternoon. A couple of things we need to get to before we get into the sound of sports. And Jermaine Lucier is coming up from io9.com to talk about TV, movies, and more. They'll be coming up in just a couple of seconds. Hey, high school basketball fans, if you want to see where your team ranks each week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Index at WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then the High School Basketball Power Index, the 2022 Metro News Power Index. They're presented by the Thornhill Auto Group. The road to savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. And here's a quick word from the West Virginia Lottery. Jackpots are in the mains here in West Virginia. And who doesn't want to be a millionaire? Get in the Powerball drawings Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. The Mega Millions drawings Tuesdays and Fridays. Will you be the next big winner? Play today. The Powerball jackpot is $104 million. And the Mega Millions jackpot, four hundred. And $21 million. My Harrison County math tells me that's uh, getting closer to a half a billion dollars. A half a billion dollars. Coop, at what level of millions do you kind of glaze over and you can't literally get your mind wrapped around it? Is that like I think that 25, they- 50, 75, 100 million? I mean, when you say a million dollars, you can think, Oh, a million dollars. Okay, well, if I bought this and I did that. But, I mean, at some point, you just kind of, like, glaze over, right? This seems like a serious question, so I'll try to answer it seriously. I think that it changes as you accumulate the wealth. So to you you and I, it seems like, well, once you get to $25 million, you're not going to count anymore. Once you get to $25 million, that becomes 50. When you get to 50, it probably becomes 150. I mean, whatever it is, I don't know that you're ever... People live within their means, and I don't know that the guy that has $25 million feels like that he hasn't made like we feel like he hasn't made. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that, that that's absolutely true. But, I mean, say, for example, you take a sum of like $10 million. Yeah. Okay, there are probably some people who are listening to our show that are worth $10 million. It, at that $10 million, you can say to yourself, okay, well, if I can make this money grow 10% in a year, I can make that eleven. 
million million dollars. Sure. Okay. But once you get to like a number like say two hundred and sixty eight million dollars, your mind just kind of glazes over in terms of you can't immediately imagine how how much money you will make if you make like ten well, say eighteen percent a year on two hundred and sixty eight million. It's just start glazing over at that point. I imagine once you start uh once your wealth is stashed in, in various streams that it's really hard to do like do something like that. I mean imagine all the different income streams and investment streams that uh, a Warren Buffett has. <clears throat> I mean it's not like he has one account with his billions of dollars in it and it's like uh you know, my billions <clears throat> of dollars grew four percent this year. That's great. And he has all kinds of different accounts that perform in different ways, you know. So yeah, I think I get where you're coming to for on that. There's gotta be a point that where the things that you focus on become less money and more returns or something, right? I mean, it's less about the bottom line and more about the process. Yeah, I, I imagine that's true. That, that's probably right. So a question of the day. Uh, the news came out earlier today. Not a surprise. Ben Roethlisberger has announced his retirement after 18 seasons, all with the Steelers as the quarterback. The question of the day is this. What athletes do you immediately identify with a time in your life? And if so, is there a specific moment that comes to mind? Which athletes do you immediately identify with a time in your life? And if so, is there a specific moment that comes to mind? To respond, text them in 304-TALK-304, 304-8255-304. Tweet me at Weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y, one word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. This is a very good response. This came from Old School 58 on Twitter. He goes, Dave, my biggest memory of 1971 was the Reds trading Lee May and Tommy Helms to the Astros for Joe Morgan and Cesar Geronimo. You know, we ought to stash that away for, you know, the trade that rocked your world. Yeah, right. That's a good one. That's a a very good one. If you're a Reds fan, that's a great one. Well, I was thinking, you know, when I put this question together, one of the things I was thinking of, I can remember specifically when Pete Rose broke Ty Cobb's record. And Eric Shaw was the pitcher for the Padres at Riverfront. I specifically remember sitting on the couch with Linda, and she's trying to explain to me that Eric Shaw grooved that pitch for Pete so that he would also be in the record books. And I was just, we had a, not a big argument, but I remember thinking, where is that line of logic coming from? You don't want to be in the record book. But, I mean, that's essentially what the guys remembered for, right? Yeah, right. That he gave up the the base hit to Rose that, that broke the all-time hit record. We wouldn't know who he was otherwise, so maybe Linda was on to something. Yeah, but you, he's not famous. He's infamous, yeah. right? But notoriety is a form of fame. I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Uh, let's get a couple of these sports clips in here. Oh, man, do I want to play this? Yeah. All right. A rough night for WVU basketball. Another poor shooting night. Oklahoma takes down West Virginia by 10, 72-62 last night. 62, just 45 seconds left. Cortez slings it back. They get the steal. Johnson back to Cortez. He lays it in. And that's a 10-point lead, and that may be the final dagger right there. As the Sooners come into Morgantown and win for the third straight year, and for the sixth time in 11 trips to Morgantown in their history. Actually, six in 10 trips. There you go. 72-62, the final. Here's hugs after the game. What are you going to fix us? We Maybe we spent too much time on them. But, man, if we, I mean, we did spend a bunch of time on them, but then their first eight points are layups. <laughs> 
they did everything that we told our guys they were going to do. Meanwhile, West Virginia heads for Arkansas this weekend. The Hogs have won five straight, including a nice SEC road victory at Ole Miss last night, 64-55. J.D. Note led the 15-5 and Razorbacks with 25, including a long three to beat the first half horn in Oxford. Good if it goes. It does! How about that? Who else but J.D. Note? The seconds of our half... There you go. All right, we'll take a quick break. We are coming back. Jermaine Luce here from io9.com on TV, movies, and more is next. Welcome back to Truth Be Told. We're about to find out who our winner is. Because people play, I received the promised scholarship. After 35 years, public and higher education remains a priority for the West Virginia Lottery. Proceeds help improve public education at every level, including funding Promise Scholarships. More than $3.5 billion in proceeds since 1986. Truth be told, when you play the West Virginia Lottery, we all win. Please play responsibly. Why should you use radio and digital advertising to grow your business? Did you know that 81% of consumers conduct online research before buying a product or service? In a recent study, radio drove 228% more search than TV in total and dollar for dollar. Why should you use both radio and digital marketing to grow your business? By combining radio with digital efforts, it's proven to drive a much higher return on your investment. After all, isn't that what you're looking for? Contact Metro News or this station to see how we can help you grow your business hotline with dave weekly will return on metro news the voice of west virginia i'm confused your business card says car buyer that's me you here to sell actually i was hoping to buy great i buy so many the selection here is off the charts so you're a buyer willing to sell as well it's kind of like the chicken and egg dilemma which came first the buyer or the seller so you're not here to sell me nah i'm a buyer and with a selection like this you'll sell yourself whether you've inherited a newer car or just need to consolidate, Larry Dawson Auto Sales and Nitro is here to take those wheels off your hands. Visit LarryDawson's.com for more. These days, it seems like we're paying more for just about everything, especially prescription drugs. The big drug companies charge Americans three times more than everyone else in the world. They're making record profits, and our prices keep going up. West Virginians have had enough. We need Congress to get back to work and finally pass the bill that would let Medicare negotiate lower drug prices for patients. It's the only way we'll get prices under control. That's why the big drug companies are spending millions on lies and scare tactics to stop it. But Senator Joe Manchin knows Medicare negotiation is best for West Virginia patients. Makes no sense at all that we don't go out and negotiate. The VA does a tremendous job. Medicaid does it. Why doesn't Medicare? We've never been so close. The plan in Congress could pass right now, but we need Senator Manchin's support. His vote will make the difference for West Virginians. Please, Senator Manchin, don't let this moment slip away. Paid for by Patients for Affordable Drugs Now. You have to be tough to be the world's number one selling farm tractor. Mahinda tractors have a tough, heavy-duty steel frame so they can lift fallen trees and everything else thrown its way. And you're tough, too. You maintain roads and mend fences. You give your neighbors a hand and still make it to church on Sunday. Now that's tough. Sounds like we've got a lot in common. Mahindra, the official tractor of tough tractor pros. See them at 703 Winfield Road in St. Albans or call 304-721-2615. Hi, it's John Burnett with 4th Avenue Financial. Are you on track for the comfortable retirement you've dreamed about? Go to 4thAvenueFinancial.com to schedule a free consultation 
or to sign up for my weekly financial tips, giving you the knowledge to retire right. Visit 4thAvenueFinancial.com today. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, J.W. Cole Financial, J.W. Cole Advisors, and 4th Avenue Financial are unaffiliated entities. Let's face it, we're all busy and on the go, so we miss our favorite programs from time to time. The WCHS Network is committed to giving you the opportunity to listen whenever and wherever you get the chance. Go to WCHSnetwork.com slash podcasts for the most recent programming from the award-winning 580 WCHS team. You'll find 580 Live with Dave Allen, Ask the Expert, High School Sports, News Specials, and more. Podcasts are available everywhere you subscribe or listen now at WCHSnetwork.com slash podcasts. Hey everybody, Chris Lawrence here inviting you to join me this and every Saturday morning on 580 WCHS for West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Peyton Law Firm. I've got the very latest information of interest to West Virginia sportsmen and some really cool outdoor stories from all over the great mountain state. Plus, if you can't catch us on Saturday, don't forget the replay at 5 o'clock Sunday afternoon. It's West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Peyton Law Firm and brought to you in part by Rodney Loftus and Sun Contracting on the voice of Charleston 580 WCHS. This is Dave Allen. Be sure to join us for the next 580 Live for the Parmar Store Studio, brought to you by the Thornhill Auto Group. Friday meets it's Friday Funhouse. Putting the seriousness aside, 580 Live on the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. All right, welcome back to the show. It is 13 minutes till the hour at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We will run down what happened today in the financial markets as we move into the close. The Dow is positive again, showing some strength after a wild, wild day. Also, Adam Harris, one of our favorite guests from Mountain Stage, is going to be here. We'll talk about music and Coop of Adams coming by. You know we're going to talk about pro wrestling. So we'll get some of that in the show at, at the top of the four. All right, let's get Jermaine Lucier from io9.com onto the program. Jermaine, how you doing today? I'm doing very well, sir. Listen, thanks for coming on the show. So you posted a story on Tuesday about you can see the script for Spider-Man No Way Home online. This is this is really interesting to me because, you know, have you ever watched a movie and tried to follow along with the actual script? Um, no, but I've read scripts after I see movies and then read scripts and then seen the movie version of it. So... It's definitely a unique experience looking at a movie the other way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, it really is. And sometimes you think the script is going to have absolutely everything in it, right? It's going to, you, you think about the iconic scenes out of Citizen Kane and some of this stuff uh, when you see the script for Citizen Kane. And then you realize, man, some of this magic is made on the set that's not exactly in the script. I mean, they've got sort of an idea, but uh, not everything is in the script. Yeah, and a lot of times the script has more that they have to cut out just for time right. because it doesn't work. And But I think in the case of like the Spider-Man script in particular, a lot of these scripts that come out this time of year around board season, they're just the movie transcribed. They're not probably the script that they had because they just want to get an award for screenwriting. So I would imagine I, I, I skimmed the script of Spider-Man, and it's pretty much exactly what is on screen. Um, I'm sure there are maybe a difference here and there. You know, but um, yeah, I, I don't tend to trust the screenplays that studios willingly give out for free as, you know, the the end all be all of filmmaking. Now, uh, Jermaine, you have a lot of movie posters. You have a lot of uh, uh, valuable movie posters. Are you interested in collecting scripts? Have you ever thought about uh, bidding on one? Um, no, I, I mean, I actually the only kind of script I've ever done that for is I, I, 
there was like a really different version of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back that Kevin Smith <laughs> was selling. And then I was very into Kevin Smith, so I was like, oh, I want to read this alternate version of the movie. And it is a very different version of the movie. So I thought that was cool. And I like reading them uh, on occasion. Um, I read the script for Kill Bill before I saw the movie, and that kind of made me appreciate the movie even more. But, you know, it's not something I really get too, too into here and there. You know what? I, I saw this story a couple of weeks ago. It, you didn't write it at IM9.com, but I've been dying to ask you about it. Did you read this story about how Jonah Hill says that Leonardo DiCaprio tried to force him to watch The Mandalorian, and he just couldn't get into it? <laughs> yes, I heard a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. So my, my question to you is, you know, in terms of the Star Wars universe, the Marvel universe, isn't there a little bit of peer pressure to like these movies and like these TV shows? I mean, you don't want to step outside the realm and criticize. I'm guessing that in your business, you probably think about that a little bit, right? Like you're 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 kind of hesitant, maybe to to criticize some of these projects. I mean, I don't know if hesitant is the word. I think uh, you know, guarded is the word. Where you're like, if I don't like Spider Man three, or if I don't like you know Star Wars. I know that I'm going to hear it. Like, you know, Star Wars is my favorite thing in the world, and I I trashed the ninth movie in my review. You right. Know? Like, and um, but I think, and there's also, but I think you just have to know that yeah, that, that people are not going to because these things are so popular. You, uh, there has so many fans that like if there, no one's ever going to wholly agree with you, and the people who disagree will probably be really loud. So there's definitely yeah there's a, it's it's actually a pretty it's actually a very interesting question and it's a really kind of nuanced especially like social media reactions right after a movie versus a full review you know and sometimes you know I won't tweet about something if I don't like it just because I don't want to be mean but then if I write a review I have to be mean if I, to be honest it, there's a lot going on in this question you're asking but yes it is something that I'm mindful of when talking about the big property. Okay, well, let's take this one step further. So say, for example, we know from this story that DiCaprio really liked The Mandalorian. So um, obviously, when one of the biggest stars in the world makes uh, th this news comes out, don't you think phones start ringing? Like, uh, hey, maybe we got to find a role for this guy and, and put him in the sure. Star Wars universe? Sure, but I, 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 but I think Leonardo DiCaprio actually auditioned for episode two as Anakin, and then they gave it to Hayden Christensen. Um which is probably the best thing in the world for uh, Leonardo DiCaprio if you look at the trajectory of his career since then versus Hayden Christensen. But the uh, I, I think he's just too big. He doesn't need it. Star Wars is at a point now where like it, it either is people who uh, it can it can have people as anybody they want, but those people have to know that they're stepping into a whole new world. So it's either newcomers like Daisy Ridley or Oscar Isaac, who is you know like oh yeah he's like a big fan. He's like I'm in no matter what. So. I think Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, if he could show up as a Star Wars movie, it would be awesome. But I would imagine it would be like a small role and it has to be something so, so specific that he would like, like a big villain or something. Well, so conversely, what's this mean for Jonah Hill? I mean, wouldn't it be hilarious <laughs> if he showed up in a cameo in The Mandalorian next season? <laughs> sure. And, and you know what? I would imagine that they might even ask him. Right. Uh, but, you know, uh, but he, again, I don't think he would do it. I think there's these guys that there, there's – I feel like there's this like – level of celebrity or maybe that they they kind of have this they, they're much more choosy than other people you don't see anymore at least jonah hill in a lot of movies and you don't see dicaprio in a lot of movies where you know you do see a lot of other actors who are great you know in a lot more work so 
I think those two guys, the reason they hang out is they both are similarly choosy and picky. You know what? I wish we had a whole hour to talk about this. And, and, and the next thing I'm going to ask you about, too. So the producer of the movie Independence Day and Stargate is going to produce a new series called The Ark for the Sci-Fi Network. Um, man, I, I, I'm sure you know a lot more about the history of the Sci-Fi Network. I mean, they went wrong in so many ways. But how do you feel about The Ark? Is this going to be a good show? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if, if it was a good show, it got picked up somewhere else. It's kind of the way I felt. You know, you, you it's very rare when a show goes to a network like Sci-Fi and is really, really good. I guess that's I've true. Heard the new Chucky, I've heard the new Chucky show is really good, um, but I think that's also one where it was a little risky, um, and, and they were willing to take the risk. Um, uh, and, uh, and, you know, but like Cobra Kai is a show that just should not have worked. That's why I went to YouTube. Nobody was like, they're like, there's no way this show is going to be good. But once it got good, it went over to Netflix, you know, um, you know, or, or an opposite, like Arrested Development. They tried it on Fox and it didn't work after three seasons. So it went to Netflix. So I think, I think a show debuting on sci-fi doesn't show a lot of confidence, but that doesn't mean it won't be good. But I, I, I don't hold any hope out for it. You know, I'd love to see you write an article about, what went wrong with the sci-fi network <laughs> yeah I now, mean, other people I, have done it other people have done it but i'd love to see you take a crack at that i i you know i honestly don't know a ton about it dave i but i just know that it's never ever been something as much as i love sci-fi that I would like focus on and that's probably a big problem uh, <laughs> that they never booked me in yeah all right well listen thanks for coming on the show as always always fun to spend a couple of minutes with you i'll talk to you next thursday have a good week you too all right jermaine lucier io9.com Coop, do you watch a lot of sci-fi when it's on? When it's signed on, you remember how much hype there was when the Sci-Fi Network signed on? Yeah, it never delivered like what I expected. You know, the I think the uh, the Expanse started out on Sci-Fi, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Which was a fantastic show, probably their best. But then Amazon took it after they couldn't uh, meet the production values anymore. I'm sure that there's been really good shows on Sci-Fi that I'm forgetting, but it seems like that there's just been a lot of garbage. Yeah, uh, to be continued. Let's take a break. Back in a minute. my app are real the slots are real the blackjack is real it's just like you're in a casino for real which is awesome but if i'm gonna be real you can't feed other players to the tigers when they win and i miss that caesar is keeping it real baby must be 21 offer valid in west virginia only and for new players terms and conditions apply see caesars.com slash promos gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net all games regulated by the west virginia lottery please play responsibly We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash 
spin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. Now through February 2nd, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mother of very fussy triplets, and one very colicky husband. Especially you, Supermom. You'll release endorphins and have more energy. I remember having energy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends February 2nd. See club for details. On Metro News Hotline. But where on the chicken is the nuggets? Okay, I'm going to try to deconstruct this. On a chicken wing, you have the bone and then you have the meat. So can't you make the connection? wing is technically a nugget. You have a pint of ice cream and you take a scoop out of it and that becomes your scoop of ice cream, right? Yes. The nugget is your scoop of chicken meat. A nugget is part of the chicken. I think it is a scoop of chicken meat. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on this Metro News station. Listen live anytime, anywhere around the globe. WCHSnetwork.com. Tune in the voice of Charleston over the air at 104.5, 96.5, and 580 WCHS. All right, that's going to do it for the first hour of the show, but we're just getting started. We're going to be here until 6 o'clock. Metro News Hotline. Let's take a break here for news at the top of the hour. Wild day in the financial markets. We will run it down when we come back. And one of our favorite people, Adam Harris from Mountain Stage, is here. We're going to talk about music and maybe some wrestling, too. You know that. This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. 580 WCHSAM, 96.5 FM Charleston, 104.5 Cross Lane, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too. From ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer formally announced his retirement today after 28 years on the bench. Now it's up to President Biden to nominate a successor. He says he plans to keep a campaign promise. person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. For the next couple of weeks now, because it's just about four weeks, so the president said he'd make that announcement. There's going to be a lot of speculation. We're going to be, you know, sitting near the bushes of the White House waiting to see who we see arrive.